Welcome to the Don's Cast, an unofficial fan podcast about the greatest Australian football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. And mate, we went up against the reigning premiers last night. Um, we gave it everything we could and for a brief moment there in the last term, we'd fought our way in front. But yeah, so at the end of the day, we've gone down by 39 points after the uh, Tigers slammed home seven in, uh, to finish the match. Yeah, and I think really like they like they were the better side all night. Um, you know, their pressure game was outstanding. Uh, you know, our guys just didn't have, have time to, um, you know, sort of think, let alone use the ball well. So, um, you know, that's the level we need to get to. Um, so a good litmus test for us there. Um, you know, it's good the guys grinded the game out, but, um, yeah, I think it was very telling that we're still a young side, still uh, plenty of development left to go um but you know hopefully the boys uh take that on board and go okay that's the standard um you know we need to lift our game because while we might have taken the uh you know richmond sort of game plan on uh obviously richmond do it a lot better than us and they've been doing a lot longer than us so um yeah hats off to richmond the class outfit uh and they certainly showed us you know why they're uh you know certainly more fancied side uh, than us going into the season. Um, so, yeah, uh, what, what do you do? Yeah, well, I guess um, one of the most damning stats, and it probably comes with being a young side, but would you believe Richmond scored over 100 points off the turnover last night? Jesus. Yeah. No, that's, I, I didn't realise that one, so that's uh, not a good stat uh, to, <laughs> to hear, but um, bloody hell, that. That just shows you, you know, if we use the ball poorly or we don't, um, you know, have our mind switched on, uh, you know, sides are going to make us pay. And, you know, Ben Rutten uh, mentioned that, you know, in his press conference that, you know, Richmond were just very good at making us pay when we stuffed up. So, yeah, hats off to a mate. Um, definitely beaten by a much better side on the night. Uh, and look, mate, we've got to say that last term uh, was one of the strange strangest last terms I can remember. Um, you know, for us to start with those first four goals to work our way in front and I don't know about you, mate, but I was just screaming, jumping. <laughs> um, yeah, just yeah, in total euphoria. And, um, yeah, just to watch it slip away and just, uh, just it was a procession after that. Like, it was just totally uh, all Tigers and... Um, I guess the things we've got to take into account, losing Andy McGrath in the first, you know, five to 10 minutes of the game. Uh, you know, Zaharakis went off in the third quarter with a hamstring. Uh, and there seemed to be a couple of players pretty sh- uh, sore, like Nick Hind, even he was clutching at his leg. And Tipper looked a bit like he had a corky. And, yeah, and um, there's some poor decision-making, you've got to say, with Jakey. Um, yeah, Jake Stringer had a couple of opportunities, so... Look, mate, for all the things that didn't go wrong, uh, didn't go right for us, um, we certainly made a good account for ourselves, except for those last, you know, 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, I guess, uh, and that's the thing, you know, when you have a few folks, uh, you know, off, um, you know, and, and Richmond were on all night, uh, you know, they, they really opened us up. Uh, so while our effort was there, the uh, our execution throughout the game, uh, wasn't and they they made us pay. 
And look, there's part of me wants to blame the umpies a bit because they <laughs> they didn't give us much of a go, but it just feels hollow when you do that because it doesn't get you the result back. And um, I have no doubt they had a factor in our game, and particularly like the the non non holding the ball rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that one on Ridley where he got arts and just you know it was a perfect tackle. Uh, incorrectly disposed and just no decision made. Uh, you just shake your head on those ones. Yeah, was, there was quite a few throughout the game. Uh, you know, you think of Ambrose in the in the um, uh, in the goal square there. Um, and yeah, top of the square, top yeah. of the square. Like he was gone for all money. You yeah. think right at the end there. You know, uh, while Laverde, you know, coughed the ball up, he he did get rewalt and a good tackle. Um, didn't dispose of it, uh, but that was left to play on. And, you know, a lot of those did lead to goals, um, you know, for Richmond, whether directly or indirectly, um, as they were just able to work it straight up the other end of the ground from there. So disappointing. But, you know, in saying that, um, you know, for mine, the Empire certainly weren't the, the major factor of the night. Uh, the major factor was our uh, poor ball use, our poor decision-making, our inaccuracy uh, in front of goal, and realistically, at the end of the day, um, just the lack of players that were able to hold up to that um, that sort of pressure, uh, because certainly it showed, uh, you know, Richmond's pressure was immense throughout the whole game. Uh, and there were some guys who were able to stand up to it and other guys who uh, sort of froze like deer in the headlights. Uh, so, look, I'm not putting that on the players saying, you know, they're, they're bad players or anything like that. Uh, but it's just, you know, that's the type of intensity uh, that we need to be able to, uh, you know, work well within. Uh, and that just comes with, you know, experience, training and uh, coming up against that that sort of outfit. So, uh, yeah, while the umpires were disappointing, uh, certainly that wasn't the, uh, the deciding factor for mine. And before we go into the quarter by quarter, mate, uh, Darcy Parrish is outstanding on the night. Uh, yeah. So it's just, you know, 44 possessions, the most by any Essendon player in the history of the Essendon Football Club in a single match. Um, that's a huge effort by Darcy, and he's having some kind of season. Yeah, absolute beauty uh, from Darcy. You know, like when I was talking about guys who stood up to the pressure, he's certainly the, the one that stood out um, higher than most. Um, just the way he's able to attack the footy, um, make good use of the ball. You know, if he was under pressure, uh, he'd make good decisions with it. And... Um, yeah, just the way he kept running all game. Um, yeah, very impressive display. And, uh, you know, we've seen it for, you know, at least, you know, seven, eight weeks now where he's uh, just been playing so well in there. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's certainly one who's earned the break. Um, uh, I'm sure he, among many others, are, you know, wearing a few battle scars. So hopefully he can freshen up over this bye and um, yeah, get back to it um, because, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, Certainly put in a mountain of work, mate. All right. So why don't we go through the quarter by quarter uh, way we went through the match. So when we started it, um, I was kind of hoping we'd uh, set a good account for ourselves to start the game, but uh, I was sadly misled if that's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you were. Like, actually, just before we... Um, Go straight into like I thought the pre-match celebration of the Dreamtime game was fantastic. You know the long walk, uh, the musicians, the traditional dancing, 
all before the blinds were all, all brilliant. And I thought, um, you know, the Optus Stadium uh, looked fantastic, yeah, with the lights and, and the full house was excellent as well. Um, yeah, as you say, mate, going into into that first quarter, um, like, geez, you know, Mario Chol uh, just looked like he was fired up and, and ready to go. Um, you know, not only would he uh, take an intercept marks whenever we tried to take it our way, but had that shot on goal early, uh, but missed. Um uh, but then, yeah, Merritt was able to intercept it. But McGrath, I have to say, like, um, yeah, when he got the, the ball, he just went back to his old habits of uh, just kicking it over his shoulder. And, yeah, Chol was raking it up every time. Yeah, Phillips looked out of sorts. Um, his timing was off. And Marble Chol looked like, you know, the second coming of Nick Nat. Um, <laughs> you know, just the way that he was controlling the the play early um, and you know, put us on the back foot early and you know, Richmond got a very good jump on us. Yeah, they did. You know, Presti had a ping, but but he missed. Um, and then it didn't help when that free was paid to Richmond after Merritt's tackle uh, sort of seemed to slip low. Um, you know, they called that in the back, which I thought was a bit ridiculous. But, you know, then Jimmy Stewart got pinged uh, for throwing his man out of the contest. And, I, yeah, I think that was there. That was, that was sloppy defending. Um, uh, and that was it right in the goal square. And Coleman Jones uh, was able to put through their first goal of the day. Yeah, it was uh, a quick goal uh, when you thought about it. And, yeah, as you said, um, I thought the one paid... Um, for Bolton, uh, I thought that wasn't there. Um, I thought that was a fair lunge and there was no significant force to push him in the back. Um, but I agree with you, mate. I think the Stuart one was there just because as soon as the umpire sees your arms around there, that you're most likely going to be caught. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then Coleman Jones could have kicked another, uh, but Martin called for it and, you know, he looked a bit greedy uh, and he missed trying to take an arsey snap. Um, and then, uh, you know, as I said before, you know, Chol was killing us with his intercept marking, but we just weren't helping matters with our poor kicking. Um, and he ended up getting it to Dustin Martin, who was able to take an easy mark to to kick their second and was looking pretty dangerous early, mate. Yeah, um, as I said, I was looking for a quicker start because um, in the past, Richmond, obviously, they've won their, or they've won their previous 11 occasions. Uh, we played them, um, and I was hoping we could set a tone early, but, yeah, that certainly put us on the back foot to be a couple of goals down fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was around that time, too, that yeah, McGrath came off. Yeah, it was within five, ten minutes of the game starting, uh, and it seemed to have happened when he sort of twisted his ankle. Like, it looked like the turf sort of gave way underneath him. Um, yeah, they went and assessed him, but at the end of the day, he was subbed out for Ambrose, and I thought that one really hurt our run um, throughout the game because uh, it's certainly not a like-for-like replacement. Um, but then we finally got our first chance of the night uh, through Jones, but, um, you know, he kicked a bit of a helicopter, uh, so just went through for the one minor score. Yeah, it was a missed opportunity, but it wasn't an easy kick either. Like, he's a fair distance out, probably about 40-odd metres out, mate. Mm. Um, and it was on a... Oh, a slight angle, but um, I don't know about you, mate. I perceive the stadium as a little bit damp at times. Um, mm. I don't know if that was due or, you know, what it was, but it did look a bit 
bit of dew was uh, on the ground and it didn't look like he kicked that ball clean, but uh, Braden Ham would go on and kick our first goal. Yeah, and that was um, it was just excellent vision from from Parish uh, to hit Ham in that pocket there, you know, about forty meters out. Um, yeah, and for Ham to kick our uh, kick our first of the match, that was um, excellent little kick from Piggy. Um, but you know, uh, Richmond were just outworking us. Uh, you know, there was way more pressure, uh, and they were able to find free plays at will. Uh, luckily, when Rewalt had a shot, he missed as well. Uh, but Castagna was able to take an easy mark, 40 metres out, straight in front, and uh, kick their third. So it just showed that, you know, they were just making uh, yeah, much better uh, better use of their opportunities. Um, and their run uh, was uh, just really impressive. Uh, we did steady a bit, uh, and Parrish had a shot at goal, but but missed. Um, but then it was all Richmond and Rewalt eventually put one through, and that was their fourth of the match going into quarter time. Um, yeah, so they led us four goals, three twenty-seven to our one goal, two eight. Yeah, those uh, red time goals, mate, they're never fun. Mm. Um, we'd go on to leave a fair few of those, it felt like. But, um, yeah, I also thought, like, we were shooting ourselves in the foot because the few opportunities we did have... Um, Apart from Braden Ham, we're struggling to get goals. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, you know, we sort of stuff around with the footy or not be able to get it in efficiently. Um, but yeah, going into that second quarter, uh, again, it was all Richmond uh, with the first scoring shot, uh, another point to Rewalt. But when we took it down our end, uh, Hooker took a big mark and kicked it straight for an important goal. Yeah, it was pleasing to get that goal, wasn't it, mate? Like to get one back. Um, and as you say, it was a double, well, like, you know, had it in his hands and had to kind of, you know, show a bit of agility to take that mark. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, he went back and confirmed it, but almost straight after, well, within a minute or so, um, yeah, that Callum Coleman-Jones uh, would add a goal to the Tigers. Yeah, he did. That was a, another very quick goal to them. Um, but then... You know, down our end, um, Zeret kicked a floater into the forward line and Cox was able to take a huge mark. Um, it was really impressive. Uh, but unfortunately, he missed a sorely needed goal at that point. Um, and then, uh, you know, Rewalt had another shot. He missed again. Uh, but, yeah, as I said, like, Richmond's pressure was just immense. Like, any time we got the footy, um, you know, they were just all over us. And we looked very shaky. Uh, and then next came through a, a Rewalt mark and, a straight kick uh, for a goal. Her danger signs were definitely going off, um, you know, for the Bombers. They just could not, you know, it seemed like we were rushing our play, um, you know, we're falling into Richmond's trap of unsettling a young side. Mm. Um, and our want to play, uh, you know, attacking corridor footy was kind of going away. We were kind of more looking down the wings. Yep. And I felt that gave them a chance to score off the rebound, which obviously we know they would go on and kick about 105 points on the rebound. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the ball went down their end again and they received yet another goal. Yeah, they did, mate. Um, you know, uh, yeah, just a bit rough. But, uh, you know, Arts um, 
you know, Arts had a shot as well. He kicked a point uh, before Zaharakis got a 50-meter penalty after being dumped after taking a, a mark. And he kicked it into our forward line where Phillips was able to take a huge mark 45 meters out and he kicked a great goal. Yeah, and as we came accustomed to, mate, uh, as soon as we got a goal, back days come again. This time, Josh Caddy. Um, and it seems like we had a few defensive opportunities to stop that ball. Mm. Uh, somehow just forced his way into the contest. And Josh Caddy did bugger all pretty much for most of the night. <laughs> um, he was able to kick that goal. And, yeah, that felt very deflating watching that one. Yeah, it did. Um... But, you know, the boys kept at it. And there was some great pressure on the wing um, from the boys where Cotchen was taken down and attacking from Zerit. Again, another holding the ball that wasn't paid. Um, but Zerit was able to get it over the top to Perkins, who uh, weaved his way beautifully through some traffic and kicked it to Waterman, who marked and kicked the goal. Yeah, and it sounds like deja vu all over again, mate. Um, pretty much, you know, we've been... To- I've had another minute or so. There's Jack Graham running through and kicking a goal. And um, yeah, it just felt like we're in quicksand, mate. Every time we try and get a hand up to get out of there, uh, we'd sink a little bit deeper. Well, yeah, and that one really hurt because, you know, we had another opportunity uh, where, you know, I thought Waterman had taken a mark, um, but it wasn't paid. And I, I thought we were absolutely robbed there because, um, as you say, they were able to take it straight back up their end and. Uh, yeah, Graham was able to kick that goal. And then Richmond got yet another free kick uh, for a jumper grab, uh, but Coleman Jones missed, fortunately. Um, but we finally got another goal um, when there was a throw-in in the pocket and Parrish released Ham to run in and kick the goal. And I thought it was really classy work. Yeah, it was a good goal. And um, yeah, Braden Ham, after being the medical sub the last couple of weeks, uh, hey, I had two goals before the half. And, yeah, I've got to say, I didn't see that coming. No. Uh, and then Ambrose got a free uh, with Grimes making high contact. Uh, but, mate, uh, he kicked it like a backman, I have to say. <laughs> he missed. Um, um, we had another 4A forward, but, yeah, nothing doing in the end there. But at the end of the halfway, uh, we were just a 21 points down, so able to even that quarter. Um, so Richmond... Uh, had us eight goals, seven fifty-five to our five goals, four thirty-four. Yeah, and it just felt like we'd settled a bit, mate. Like even though um, we we're doing it hard, like every time we get a goal, they'd get one back. But it was pretty consistent at that stage that it was going goal to goal. Um, mm. And you know, Richmond got that rush behind, and um, yeah, in the early in the third, but. It's great to see Braden Ham kick his third, and I'm sure he'll get a lot of confidence out of that. Yeah, um, you know that was uh, it was it was great work from uh, from Ham, um, and, and I thought, you know, as you said, like they've had to brush that one through. Uh, you know, it's under a lot of pressure, so I think that was a smarter option. Um, and it was through, you know, Tipper. You know, he li- really lit it up with that great run through the middle, uh, and then Zaharaka showed some great poise to. Hit Jones, uh, as you say, who released Ham, who ran into kick his third. Um, and then Zaharaka showed another nice bit of play where, uh, you know, he faked out the man on the mark and uh, ran, a, ran a bit more meterage and he kicked it inside 50 to Phillips, who marked it. Um, but unfortunately, he missed. Uh, and it would have been a very important goal for us. Yeah, that's right. And he was starting to get back into the game, Phillips, like, you know, taking some strong marks. Um, 
So it would have been great if he had got that one. But as you say, Charlie Bolton um, would you know, draw blood you know, for the Tigers, um, kicking that nice goal. Yeah, and, and that one hurt as well because, uh, you yeah, know, it was ridiculous by the umpires when, you know, Arts, you know, he tried to balk, balk Ridley, but Ridley just grabbed him by the jumper and took him down. Uh, but that wasn't paid, and I, I just can't believe, you know, <laughs> what's the world coming to? There's not much Ridley could have done there um, uh, because that should, that was gone for all money. Um, he clearly didn't dispose of the ball correctly. No, nah, nah. uh, He's brought the ground. It wasn't too high. It was holding the ball, and as you say, the umpire, um, it was just frustrating me because I know it wasn't just one umpire in the end, but, like, how do you be in charge of a game and you're not going to pay that? Mm, yeah, disappointing. Uh, uh, not long later, you know, Perkins had that running shot on goal, but he missed. Um, but then Parrish worked the ball up forward and Hooker took a mark about 40, 45 metres out and he centred it and Ambrose tackled Grimes. But again, it wasn't paid um, for holding the ball. And, you know, I just think, you know, you've got to reward the tackler. Um but then after Guelph, he marked the ball. Um, well, I thought he marked the ball, but it was punched out of his hand and it was called play on. Uh, and Richmond got another easy goal through Castagna. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like the fix was in, mate. Yeah, they were certainly getting no help. Um, you know, and every half call was going their way and, you know, we were just getting punished. And, you know, let's face it, we're a long way behind where Richmond are currently. Uh, but yeah, it would have been nice to play on even terms. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, we had a couple of opportunities. So Stringer and Parrish, uh, they both had shots, but only minor scores. Uh, but then Graham kicked yet another goal for Richmond. Uh, uh, you know, we got another rush behind before, um, you know, Cox was given a free at the top of the goal square. And, you know, uh, difficult to miss from that angle. So glad he uh, kicked it through. Uh, and then after another rush behind to us, Stringer finally got a clear opportunity and kicked an absolute ripper of a snap um, from almost 50 metres out, mate. That was a massive goal. Like, it just felt like a little bit like the Eagles game after they got up that 29-point lead mm. when we started to chase them down. Um, it seemed like we were lifting in confidence. Uh, but then Dusty had to intervene and he does this a lot. But... Um, yeah, he comes in and makes an appearance sometimes and you know, we seem to pay for it. Yeah, mate, he's a heartbreak kid. Um, and it was a bit disappointing because we'd worked our way back from 30 points down in that quarter to 16 points. Uh, but that red time goal to Martin really hurt. So at the three-quarter time break, uh, they led us 12 goals, 8.80, 12, 8 goals, 10.58. Yeah, and uh, like I say, his red time goals, mate, as you say, he just kept costing us... Uh, but, yeah, I still felt like we'd shown a pretty good account of ourselves. And you know, even though we were you know, nearly four goals down um, after last week's performance, you felt like we were a little bit of a chance. But I guess I didn't want to lose by too much more than that. No, that's it. Um, so, look, as the quarter started, you know, Rewalt was able to take another easy mark, uh, but he kicked shallow. So no score there. Uh, and then there was a great chase by Langford on McIntosh uh, to pressure him and then Waterman made a tackle that, again, wasn't paid um, before 
we finally uh, worked the footy out and Parrish kicked it beautifully from the square to hooker in the goal square and he marked it and, and gold. Uh, talented man, Mr. Hooker. Um, <laughs> yeah, Alec Waterman, you know, after Jake Stringer squared it up to him, um, you know, and Jakey really should have taken that kick. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like Waterman went back and, and missed. But thankfully, uh, less than a minute later, Carl Hooker would get his second goal. Yeah, it was... Um... Yeah, I, was, I suppose fortunate for us. You know, Darcy Parrish was punching the guts by Dustin Martin up the ground. Um, we were paid a free kick to hooker. Uh, and he was just inside 50 uh, on a fair angle, mind you. And, uh, yeah, he kicked it straight. And that one had us within 10 points. And you just saw the excitement on his face. Like, he loves a goal, Kale Hooker. Um, and then we got another chance uh, when Tipper pounced on the footy near the boundary uh, and sent it to Langford, who marked it and gold, and all of a sudden there was just three points in it, mate. Yeah, and then after a centre clearance and a, a succession of handballs um, from Hind and Merritt, uh, a long kick to the goal square, and Harrison Jones flew up, but it got out the back, and running onto it was Alec Waterman, who ran on and kicked us in front, uh, you know, and the, I was just out of my seat at this stage, mate. Like, I was just absolutely uh, stoked that uh, we'd hit the front. Yeah, absolutely. I was fist pumping in the lounge room, mate. Um, but, um, you know, you know, Tiger's got the next entry, but Art's missed. Um, and then Stringer had an opportunity. Um, but unfortunately, he missed a lot. And I thought that was a, a really... Um, yeah, sort of missed opportunity there because that would have put a lot of pressure on, on the Tigers. Um, and then, uh, you know, we know the story from there, mate. Um, it was all Tigers and and downhill for us as they kicked the next seven goals. Yeah, seven goals to close out the game. And um, Did you want to speak about anything about those? Because I don't, don't really want to revisit them. <laughs> no, like... Honestly, it's like they just, um, you know, kicked it into third and thought, right, um, you know, game's on here. Um, we just got to grind it out. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was Bolton, uh, you know, Martin, uh, <laughs> Bolton again. Um, yeah, and that, that was the one that hurt uh, because, yeah, like Lav made a fair clanger, uh, coughed the ball up, unfortunately. Um but then he like he got up, licked his wounds, and made that great tackle on Rewalt, but it wasn't paid again. Um, but yeah, Bolton was able to jump onto it, kick the goal. Um, yeah, we finally had another chance. Um, but uh, you know when Zeret hit Perkins uh, off his right peg, which I thought was a great kick and good vision by Zeret, uh, but unfortunately Perkins missed. Um, but uh, yeah, then you know. Bolter, McIntosh, Rioli, uh, you know, they all seem to just be able to raffle up at will and um, just rub salt in the wound. And, you know, it was, a, it was a harsh lesson for us because we fought back really well to take the lead. Uh, but in the end, we ended up going down by 39 points. Um, you know, 12 goals, 12, 84 to the Tigers, 19 goals, 9, 123. Uh, a bit of a shellacking in the end, um, but... Uh, not before we gave it a really good crack. So 
there's two schools of thought, mate. One is we've got to manage our interchange bench better, but um, yeah, most people are pointing out that McGrath went off very early and we had time to explore about that. But mm. I don't know um, if coaches do that kind of stuff or if they just live for the moment. So, um, yeah, but unfortunately, wasn't to be last night. Um, but I feel like we'll be back, you know, the Bombers. And also, um, you know, we, we should be able to have a crack at them next time, mate, maybe, because that's that 12 losses in a row. Yeah, it is. Um, but I guess the, you know, the the optimism I take from it, James, is, um, you know, even though, you know, 39 points sounds like a shellacking, um, I don't think that truly represented the, you know, how it felt um, on the night. It was just, you know, they kicked seven goals in the last, um, you know, as uh, Rutten said, you know, we just ran out of petrol tickets. But um the, the thing that's really good for me is that, you know, we had so many young players play that game. Uh, a lot of them put their hands up, you know, Cox, um, yeah, even though his disposal was um, wanting at times, uh, you know, he kept running all day. Um, Perkins will grow from that, that experience. Uh, you know, Ham stood up you know, to kick a few goals. Um, so plenty of young boys who learn from this. And I think, um, you know, seeing the, the difference, um, in pressure that Richmond applied on us uh, because, you know, we'd, we'd been building as a, um, you know, really elite pressure side um, to go from what we were producing to what uh, Richmond uh, put on us last night. Um, uh, it's a yeah, huge, um, a huge gap. Um, so, yeah, the, the upside is that we can look at that, go, you know, crap, we've got a lot of work to do. Uh, and I think for a young side, uh, that can only be a good thing really because um, you know, we can't rest on our laurels and think, Oh yep, that's all right. You know, we, we tried hard um, because if they want to be successful, that's the level we need to get to. Um, so uh, yeah, while it's uh, it hurts to lose yet another one um, and it's <laughs> like the worst thing is mate, uh, you know, 2014, I think is the last time we, we beat them. You know, if I'm not wrong. Uh, so it's a bloody long time between drinks Um so, uh, yeah, we just got to lick our wounds, uh, learn from it, develop um, and get better because, uh, yeah, there's no point uh, yeah, crying over spilt milk. Very true. All right. Well, um, why don't we have a break, mate? We'll come back with our Don's Cast Middle Votes. Listen to Don's cast as we go to our Don's cast middle votes. Mate, who have you got this week? Yeah, this one was um, yeah, a bit of a, a tough one. Um, yeah, there was a couple of standout players, but um, while there were some contributors, um, you yeah, know, it's difficult to find five, if I'm honest with you. Um, look, for for one boat, um, ended up going with uh, Jaden Laverde. I thought, you know, he, he battled hard all night. Um, uh, you know, Rewalt was getting plenty of opportunity, but their forward line was just working so well for each other. So I thought, you know, he ended up taking the six marks on the night, um, had the 15 disposals. I thought he stood up uh, in plenty of contests, had a couple of tackles. Um, 
and uh, yeah, had a, had a lot of work to do down there, mate, because they were um, piling it in thick and fast. Um, and I thought, you know, his, his intercept work, you know, taking five intercept possessions uh, as well as four contested possessions uh, was just fantastic. So I thought uh, one vote there to Jaden Laverty, um, two votes uh, for his brother down there. So Jordan Ridley, um, you know, I thought he had a, a fairly solid game, um, you know, Ended up, uh, you know, with six intercept marks and five contested possessions, um, you know, which, you know, from his uh, 16, uh, 17 possessions, sorry, he took there, um, you know, along with seven marks. Uh, I thought he was really solid down back and uh, he was playing on arts a lot of the time. Um, and certainly, you know, arts was looking pretty dangerous. He's, he's a pretty quick player, but Ridley uh, really made him earn every possession. Um, uh and, you know, this this is a bloke who's playing 90, 98% of game time uh, down back when the, the ball was coming in there quite, quite a lot. And I thought, you know, Ridley did stand up in the night. Uh, so I went the two votes to him. Uh, three votes went for Kyle Langford. I thought it was uh, another good game from, from Kyle. Uh, and again, for me, it was his marking that impressed. You know, he took 10 big marks um, and actually, you know, got a, a fair bit of meterage for us, you know, 589 made his gain for us on the night, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, you know, had 28 disposals, um, 18 of those kicks, uh, kicked their goal, of course. Um, but I think, you know, really to have eight score involvements, um, you know, five intercept possessions, eight contested possessions, um, it was a it was a really solid night from Kyle. So I uh, went three votes for him. Four votes, I went for Zach Merritt. Um, yeah, again, this bloke, you know, he kept running all night. Uh, you know, seven inside fifties, nine score involvements, um, seven intercept possessions, as well as fourteen contested possessions. Uh, I thought was uh, just fantastic. There, his vision um, and his his willingness to to finally use that right peg of his mate because uh, we we haven't seen it used uh, in anger all too often. Uh, I thought it was good, but more impressive than that to me was his uh, seven tackles. Um, you know, he really set the standard for us on the night. You know, game high seven tackles there. Um, you know, five clearances. Um, yeah, just you know, he used the ball um, fairly well. You know, eighty-seven point five percent. Um, so I thought he, he uh, you know, battled really hard all night. But for the five votes, uh, you know, how could you go past Darcy Parish? Uh, you know, it would have even been even been better if he'd kicked those uh, two goals. Uh, but unfortunately, both minor scores. Um, but you know, forty-four possessions. He was just everywhere all night. Uh, showed some really great um, decision making, and that was both with some uh, some handballs to, you know, hit blokes. Um, yeah, in between targets or over the top of targets, um, you know, five tackles, uh, 11 clearances, uh, but three goal assists was um, uh, was just huge. Uh, and to have the uh, sort of 10 score involvements over the course of the night, um, I thought was absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, just a, a really complete game from Darcy Parrish. And um, yeah, what a, what a bloody star he's been, mate. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I'll start from the top, mate. I'll, I'll concur with you and I'll say yeah, Darcy Parrish, easily best on for us. I think um, it's not just all about stats. Uh, I just thought the way that he hunted the footy mm. and the way you know set us up. Uh, his kicking at times 
you know, has been suspect, but I, I thought he he actually set us up a number of times with some beautiful kicks, um, mm. you know, a number of goal goal assists and so forth. So, um, you know, fantastic game from Darcy and really deserved the award. Um, four votes actually go to Kyle Langford, mate. I thought he uh, continued to improve. I thought he started this season fairly slow. But he starts. He seems to be starting to come into his groove, mm. and um, yeah, the last few weeks I've noticed him really stepping up, and that continued on the night. Uh, his marking, as you say, mate, is a bit of a standout for him. Um, you know, the twenty-eight so disposals. Um, you know, he's finding a bit of the footy. But as I say, those ten marks really are handy, and he he does mark under pressure. So mm. game from goal. Three votes I went to Zach Merritt. We had plenty of the footy. Um, you know, not always as damaging as he can be, but uh, you know, as you say, mate, he win all those clearances. Mm. Uh, sorry, contested possessions as well. You know, so a real, real good player for us on the night. Uh, I gave two votes to Nick Cox, mate. I, I was impressed with his game, um, especially his marking. His kicking mm. was at times was a little bit. Frustrating. Yeah. He's, he's got that technique where he tries to um, really be quite dainty on the kick. Mm. And they sometimes are the ones that don't work as well. Um, so I hope he's not going to continue with that one. But, I mean, everything else he did was first rate for a kid in his first season. Maybe with a bit of luck, he might get that Rising Star nomination or at least be in contention for it. Um, and lastly, like my one vote, I, I concur, mate. I gave one vote to Jordan Ridley, just the way that he was able to, you know, be a, a defensive presence. But yeah, I've been really impressed the way that he is marking the footy, uh, especially the way the ball is coming in. And um, yeah, I think this year he's definitely sacrificed his game to be more defensive minded and did a good job beating his opponent. Yeah, he, he did, mate. Um... Yeah, did really well. So, um, yeah, well done to to Ridley. But uh, yeah, it was a tough night at the office for all defenders down there. Uh, but look, mate, I'll tally up the the votes. Um, so from the bottom, uh, so we got one vote each to Snelling and Draper, two votes each to Shield, Wright, and Jones, three votes to Phillips, four to Redman, five votes each to Francis and Cox. Uh, 10 votes each to Heppel, Perkins and Stringer, 12 votes to Langford, 15 to Hooker, 18 to Tipper, 22 votes for Laverde, McGrath on 26, uh, Ridley on 32, Hind on 46, Merritt on 66, and taking the lead, mate, is uh, Darcy Parrish now sitting on 68 votes for the Don's Cast medal. Oh, great effort by Das to uh, overtake Zach Merritt. But there's not much in it, mate. Um, so I suspect this is where a contest that will go till the end of the season. Let's hope they both stay you know, injury-free and, um, you know, get to fight it out. You know, get a – someone's going to get a Don's cast medal, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, Absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, well, why don't we have a break and we'll come back with By the Numbers.
and you're listening to Don's Cast. And, mate, we uh, continue and we're on to buy the numbers. And, unfortunately, it might be the last time we say number one for a little while. Andy McGrath, how did you see his game? Yeah, well, for all five minutes of it, um, you know, poor bugger, um, you know, getting injured there. Um, yeah, let's hope it's it's not too bad. Um, I mean, I guess the good news is it's not an ACL. They're, they're saying suspect uh, PCL. Um, certainly, Rutten wasn't giving anything away at the press conference. Um, yeah, just saying, he, you, know, there's, you know, there's a small chance he might be back after the break, but I sort of tend to doubt that. Um, but I guess we'll see when the club does a scan, all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, hope he heals up soon. Yeah, and just saw him on the bench, mate. Yeah, you know, when he initially came off, I kind of feel it. It might not be an ACL, but it, it's looked to be quite, you know, serious. Mm. I think he, you know, was trying to keep his emotions intact. Um, and a lot of people, are, you know, were really worried about him, and he kept, you know, putting up the thumb as if say, "Yeah, I'm okay." But, um, yeah, maybe it was just the way I read it. There looked like a couple of tears there, mate, behind them. I uh, didn't actually cry, but like, you know could see he was holding back his emotions. So let's hope it's not a season-ending one um, because uh, Andy is a real key to our team now and also into the future. So um, all the best, Andy McGrath, um, and uh, let's hope that uh, it's not a serious injury. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, mate, we've already talked about him, but Darcy Parrish, you know, uh, Won the award, mate. Can you help me with the name of the award? Is there, how uh, was it? Yayuka? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, my, uh, my question without uh, notice, mate. Yeah, they? yeah. No, it's just, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Yayukan, um, yeah, trophy. Um, mm. was that one? Uh, you know, interestingly, with the votes, uh, yeah, that said, uh, you know, Darcy Parrish came out with eight, uh, Dustin Martin with six, Shy Bolton with three, Kyle Lankford with one. So uh, I think that's a really um, great effort by Kyle Lankford, uh, but just shows, uh, you know, when all three votes polled Darcy Parrish so highly, um, yeah, just what a great game he had. Yeah, fantastic game. Um, we've, we've kind of lauded his performance. Um, you know, it's hard to go too much more into it, but... Um... Yeah, like he's having a fantastic season. I noticed in um, the Herald Sun, I think he's uh, third favourite, mate, um, or third currently um, in their toll behind, um, sorry, behind uh, Bontepalli and also Clayton Oliver. So he's in pretty high esteem. And, you know, if we can continue to win and he can continue to find the footy, who knows? He might be a sneaky chance to win a Brownlow, mate. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll uh, yeah, hold, hold my breath until then. <laughs> oh, I've got to believe, mate. Um, another player I gave uh, second best ground, uh, best on ground, and you gave votes to as well was Kyle Langford, the man that you said received the vote uh, from the voting panel. And yeah, he's definitely improved as the season's gone on, I believe. Yeah, he certainly has, mate. Um, yeah, particularly the last three games, he's uh, you know, really shown. Um, the sort of value you can provide us, um, you know, in, in terms of his versatility, like, you know, taking a mark on the wing or, you know, even going into the middle and um, using that sort of bigger frame of his to, uh, to win a bit of the footy. Um, like these are the stuff we, we sort of know he's, he's capable of. So um, 
Uh, no, I think it was a, a great game from Langford on the night. And again, another one that I'm hoping he sort of looks at, give him some confidence to, um, you know, that should be the level uh, we can expect from him. Um, so I hope he continues to Bruce produce games like that, mate. Yeah, it's certainly helpful. Uh, Zach Merritt, uh, you know, again, in our votes, um, got plenty of the footy. Uh, yeah, he has that look-away kick, mate, that he's been kind of perfecting and mm. did that a couple of times during the game. And, yeah, he's had a, a really good season, I thought, and uh, that continued on the night. Yeah, it did, mate. Um, yeah, it kept running all game. I think, you know, there were times of the game where he was fairly well held, but he was able to sort of, um, you know, work through that. Uh, and, and really his poise, um, you know, when he had the footy uh, was super important for us uh, because, um, you know, when we were trying to break through, uh, you know, Richmond's defence, uh, you know, he really had to think his way through it and he, he did that quite well. So, yeah, another great game from Zach Merritt. Now, um, Aaron Francis, mate, I, I've got to say, he seemed to struggle on the night. He, he, it wasn't through lack of effort, but he just couldn't hold his marks like um, on the night, like the number of uh, he got his hands to, but only to watch it fall at the back. And some of them led to the Tiger turnaround, uh, turnover goals. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bit disappointing. I mean, he only managed the, the three disposals. I mean, granted, there were three... Intercept um, disposals, but uh, yeah, was only able to take the two marks um, and only laid the the one tackle. Um, so his impact on the game was was fairly minimal. Um, so I mean, for mine, it was a bit of a disappointing game from Aaron Francis. As you say, it wasn't through lack of effort, but um, yeah, it just wasn't his night uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but you know, certainly I, I back him as a, a really talented player, and uh, yeah, he'll he'll only get better from that. Yep. Um, David Zarakis unfortunately injured his hamstring. I've got to say he's pretty quiet. I, I thought he really struggled to get into the game. Um, just had the 10 disposals on the night, seven kicks, three ambles, uh, and three marks and two tackles. So um, I think it's been, you know, following on from last year, uh, sometimes he goes through these periods where it's really hard for him to find a footy. As you see... Well, you know, for mine, yes, he was, he was, uh, he was quiet, particularly, um, you know, for the vast majority of that first half. Um, but then he sort of seemed to come into the game. Um, you know, he had a couple of smart, smart moments. Um, you know, that one where he, he balked the man on the mark. Um, uh, and then another one where he uh, made a really good kick to, uh, to Phillips. Um, <clears throat> so, um, you know, I think it was like he, um, he sort of warmed into the game uh, and just as he started to really get up and go on, that's when he'd done his hammy and almost reminiscent of that game against the Gold Coast where, you know, he'd been not great for a number of weeks and then he kicked four goals, which was really important for us on the night um, and kicking that fourth goal, he'd he done his quad. So, yeah, it was a bit sort of reminiscent like that for me where, you know, just as he started to come good, um, you know, he went out through injury, which again hurt our run. Um Look, obviously he didn't have a fantastic game, but there were just moments where he was able to use his vision. Uh, that was good. But, um, yeah, that's a, a, another injury, mate. We'll see how bad that um, that hamstring is. Um, but, you know, hopefully he's able to work back because, uh, you know, if I'm not mistaken, mate, this might be his 
um, last year of the contract. Is that right? Or um, yeah, just to throw you under the bus there, but um, it's uh, yeah, no, this is uh, his last year on a contract, and uh, I think, in all honesty, you know, uh, this would be his last year at the club, personally. Um, yeah, you know, I think uh, you know, so it'd be sad if he does miss a you know, three or four weeks with his hamstring because uh, regardless of what you thought of his last couple of years, he, he's been an outstanding servant for the club. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I hope he gets back uh, yeah, back and running soon. Yeah. Um, Nick Cox, uh, I gave him votes, mate. I, you know, his marking was a real feature of the game. Um, yeah, his kicking was, you know, a little bit suspect, mate, I've got to say. Um, but, no, he's, there's so much more to like of this guy. And, um, you know, hopefully he can get a, a nomination soon. Um, I'll be hoping this week. But somehow the AFL department likes to stuff around with us guys, uh, you know, the, the Bombers. <laughs> well, that's how way it feels anyway. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've given up. Wishing for it to happen, I'll just wait till it actually happens. But uh, yeah, I thought Nick Cox um, certainly showed you know what a marking presence he'll be on that wing for the years to come. Yeah, I, I, like yeah, obviously his marking was the, the standout um, of the game, you know. And but not only not only that, like he's he's only a whip of a kid uh, in terms of his his weight, uh, but he he doesn't mind getting in there and doing the hard things. Like he had nine contested positions uh, for the night. Um, five intercepts, uh, seven score involvements. Um, so really did get involved. Um, but it was just that ball use, James. That, oh, you know, it's all great to get the footy, but you have to use it well. Uh, and I just didn't think he used it well enough on the night. Like, I, I think it actually hurt us a bit. Um, uh, you know, there were a, a couple of examples, you know, one where he was sort of coming in to uh, take a snap at goal. And it's like he got in two minds as to, whether to snap it through or whether to pass it. And then he ended up basically doing nothing, uh, booting the ball. Uh, I think it just found its way uh, out, out of the boundary. But, um, you know, certainly uh, so much upside uh, for Nick Cox. You know, when he um, gets a bit more uh, sort of development into him, is able to, you know, slow the game down uh, in terms of taking on that, that bit of pressure, whether it's taking an extra uh, step or two to, you know, just... Um, uh, you know, focus where he's going to uh, deliver the footy. Um, you know, he'll be outstanding. Um, and yeah, as you as you say, mate. Um, yeah, for those those eight marks uh, across the night were just huge. Um, so yep, another good game from Nick Cox, and yeah, looking forward to plenty more of those, mate. Yeah, uh, Jordan Ridley, a game we both uh, found votes for him. Um, and as I said, it's been really noted that. He's actually played a more defensive role this year, uh, really trying to lock down on his opponent. Uh, I think last year he's kind of freed up and we just looked to use only him to come out of our back line. Mm. Um, and, it, uh, you know, apart from Saad. But, um, yeah, I think this this um, this year uh, there's been less reluctance to go through him to um, eject the ball out of our, you know, out of our back line. So, mm. yeah, I just thought that... Uh, yeah, he, again, he played a, a good lockdown role and, and was able to use the ball at such a high rate. Yeah, I think that's a really good point you, you raised, mate. Like, because we've got uh, Nick Hine, who's a good user of the footy. Uh, Laverde's a uh, good user of the footy. Francis, um, you know, he's a good user of the footy. Uh, 
and because of that, we don't have that reliance on just Jordan Ridley um, because he obviously last year we had Hurley playing down there and uh, as much as we love the Bear, um, you know, his disposal isn't always uh, fantastic. So uh, we did rely on him quite a lot last year. So um, he's, he's had to develop his game um, to a more defensive mindset and he's certainly doing that uh, with, with greater aplomb. Um, mine. I, I thought he was all over arts uh, for most part of the game um, and certainly didn't make his life easy. Uh, so no, I thought he really stood up in the night. So good game for Rids. Uh, Jaden Laverty, mate, you found a vote for him. Uh, again, uh, he's been covering a few whacks throughout the uh, year <laughs> physically. Uh, thankfully, he didn't seem to come off with the blood rule on the night, mate. So it's, I'm sure he would have been pleased with. But uh, yeah, he had the 15 disposals, 11 kicks, four handballs, six marks and two tackles. Yeah, I thought he had a, a really solid game. Um, yeah, again, just one of these blokes that, that stands up, um, you know, week in, week out. He's been so dependable for us down back. Um, yeah, not much more I can say about him, mate. Um, yeah, it's just great to see him putting out yeah, such consistent performances week in, week out. Uh, so another solid game from Lav. Archie Perkins uh, playing, you know, in another big game. Like he's already played in Anzac Day. He's played against the Blues at the MCG, and now he's playing um, Dreamtime at the Oval. <laughs> the, up the stadium, sorry, I should mm. say. Um, so he's this will be good for his experience. He's just had the thirteen disposals, six kicks, seven handballs, and three marks. Um, he showed that sidestep that we all know he possesses. Um, and he's had a couple of running shots at goal. Um, I think eventually he'll get the hang of it and he'll be able to ice those kicks. Um, but there's so much to like about this kid. He he looks stronger than he looks strong for his age. And mm. you can imagine if he puts another five kilos on or you know, five to ten kilos on, he's just gonna be a real brood in there, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, and Rutten's shown faith in him, like he put him into the midfield. Uh, particularly in that second half there, um, you know, when we when we had to find, pardon me, had to find, um, you know, blokes to play midfield minutes with Zaharakis and McGrath out of the game. Um, you know, I thought he really stood up. Uh, yes, he got, um, I would have to say, overawed in some moments um, because, you yeah, know, Richmond, you know, just didn't give him a breath of air uh, in terms of finding a bit of space for the footy. Um but he, he kept showing moments, mate. Uh, yeah, so his little steps that you see every now and then. It's a uh, long kick in forward. Um, you know, had that goal assist, which was uh, great to see. So, um, you know, I'm sure he's lapping up every minute of experience he gets at the AFL level um, and he'll just be thriving on it. Um, so, you know, given a big preseason, um, he'll sort of see, um, you know, firsthand what the level is he needs to get to if he wants to be, you know, one of the the premier players of the competition, which I'm sure is a goal for him. He's a, he's a very ambitious and, um, yeah, it seems a, a quite a hard-working young bloke. Um, so, no, I think a, a solid game from from Perkins and one that he'll uh, take a lot from. Uh, now, James Stewart, um, he struggles at times, mate, but he, um, he's he got good hands. Uh, I just think he's positioning playing defence, he's, he's given away a few free kicks. He needs yep. to kind of really watch that, you know, where he grabs his hands or arms around the opponent because yep. um, umpires look for that now and he just needs to be a little bit smarter so that he doesn't get picked off all the time on those. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, and it is that positioning, um, particularly against the the better sides of the competition. You know, the the forward line of Richmond, like they they work for each other. Um, you know, they'll they'll put blocks on, so blokes like one bloke will get free, uh, and then the midfielders are able to sort of pick out who the free bloke is and deliver it straight to him. And I think uh, our defence isn't yet up to that where we can um, you know know when to zone off or um, who needs to go when. Uh, and certainly James Stewart. Uh, you know, he's, he's coming back from injury. He's learning a new role. Um, so, you know, I, I think he's standing up for the role we need him to play um, as, as well as we could have hoped. Um, no, he's not, um, you know, dominating down back, but certainly uh, we've got a lack of options uh, for, for that size um, that we need in our back line. Um, so I, I think I think we just have to be patient with him. Uh, I think he shows a lot of promise down there. He does read the the ball fairly well. Um, yeah, he took the five marks on the night, and um, yeah, certainly, um, yeah, he, he sticks pretty close to his his opponent. Uh, generally, they don't get many many easy kicks, but it is just those. Uh, you know, he had four frees against on the night, and he, when they're right in your back line, mate. Um, you know, they, they're going to hurt you. Um, but had the eight intercept possessions with uh, seven contested possessions. So I thought he uh, you know, he battled manfully um, and, uh, you know, he'll continue to develop. And now Nick Hind, um, he started down back like he usually does, but um, Truck decided to put him, you know, a little bit on the wing and half forward. Mm. And he had a real impact there, I thought, you know, when we started to get a bit more possession in our forward line. He is actually setting up some plays for us. Um, the only thing that worries me is I think in the third or late in, early in the fourth, seemed to pull up sore when he threw a, a boot at the footy um, that was off his line. So hopefully he hasn't injured himself. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's to a point that he couldn't play. But, you know, with the bye, he should be okay. But, yeah, he's a real valuable asset for the bowlers. Yeah, he is, mate. Um, you know, he, he does. He wouldn't die, die trying uh, or die wondering, rather. Um you know, had the 21 disposals and you know, considered giving them a vote, but there were just a couple of times where, um, you know, he didn't necessarily make the right option. Uh, you know, when he did have a couple of opportunities for goal, um, I think he did get in, in two minds, uh, whether to just have a bomb for it or um, whether to hit someone up. Uh, and in the end, the, the ball just sort of went nowhere. Um, but, you know, he was certainly creating plenty of opportunities Uh you know, when he was down back, he was making life difficult for people, but then he was up forward. Like, he had uh, sort of 10 inside 50s, mate, um, which is pretty huge. Had, uh, you know, the six score involvements, um, which for a bloke playing off the back line was good. Um, but unfortunately, his ball use just wasn't great on the night. You know, 67% he, he went at. Um, but, you know, um, he's so solid and dependable for us down there. Um, you know, I think we can forgive him for his sins on the night. Yeah, and you know, Dyson Heppel, um, got a bit of the footy, mate, but I've got to say, uh, yeah, I didn't think it was one of his better games. Um, it wasn't through lack of effort again. Uh, we know we get that from Dyson Heppel. Um, but just, yeah, I, to me, he didn't stand out uh, despite spending 98.5% of game time uh, on the ground. Um, no, well, I've got him as 81%, but I'm not sure, um, you know, who's, wow. who's that's there. But any, in any case, um, for mine, I think that's a result of, um, you know, the Tigers really doing their homework, 
um, because they know Dyson Heppel um, doesn't like to use his right boot, mate. Um, so when he did get the footy, they really clamped down on him uh, on that left side there. And um, you know, he wasn't able to make great use of the, the footy. And um, at the end of the day, Dyson Heppel, like he's a smart, um, smart footy player, able to put himself in good positions, uh, but he's not quick. Um, so their pressure, I think, um, you know, really uh, hemmed him in uh, and stifled his influence. Um, yeah, he did get uh, plenty of ball, you know, five intercepts, uh, possessions, uh, five contested possessions. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he battled manfully all night, but um, yeah, you're right, mate. He, it just wasn't his most effective game, but, um, you know, we know we'll get better from that. Uh, Harry Jones just couldn't get into the game, mate. He took that uh, leading mark early. Mm. Um, he certainly for his uh, body at the ball a few times and you know, definitely brought the ball ground in our forward line. But uh, just the four disposals for Harry um, and two kicks, two ambles and two marks. So, mm. yeah, um, a little bit disappointing. But, again, um, that Richmond back line is so strong. Um yeah, you know, it's, it's good for his experience to play against uh, one of the premier defenders, uh, defences, sorry. Yeah, it is, mate. Um, yeah. Look, obviously, uh, didn't have a huge impact on the night. Um, but, look, we, we just have to look at it realistically that, you know, getting games into this guy uh, will do wonders uh, for his exposure to you know, the different kinds of defences that are set up. You know, it wasn't like there was one defender sticking on him the whole night. Like, Richmond really play a system defence um, so he needs to be able to work out, you know, how to get on top of that. Uh, and certainly I think he is a player that it's missing the presence uh, of another tall down there, um, you know, missing right, um, because that takes a bit of the, um, I suppose, focus off him and he's able to play, uh, I suppose, a bit of a more free game. Um, you know, he doesn't have to be that, uh, you know, sort of second big forward up there. I think he sort of... Uh, well, for mine, it looks like he struggles with that at times. Um, uh, but, you know, he'll, he'll learn from this. Um, so, no, nah, every game we get into Harrison Jones um, uh, is all for the better. Uh, so I'm sure he'll uh, learn from that and continue to develop. Uh, Jake Stringer, um, not one of his better games, mate. Uh, you know, he kicked that classy goal, uh, mm. I think, in the third. Um, you know, just as we were starting to come back into the match. Mm. Um but he had a couple of opportunities and didn't always make the uh, best decisions, I thought. And, um, yeah, again, I'm sure the Tigers put a lot of work into him, but he just had the one goal, 13 kicks, nine air balls and four marks. Yeah. And, like, to be honest with you, mate, like when you read out 13 disposals, uh, it certainly looks like he's done a bit more than what, what it felt like his impact was on the night. Um, because certainly uh, that first half really, um, it was you know, almost unseen. Um, yeah, as you say, like those missed opportunities, um, like do hurt. Um, yeah, the thing we love about Jakey Stringer is he's able to do the miraculous, uh, but sometimes he doesn't do the simple well. Um, and uh, yeah, when he sprays a sprays a shot, um, you know it does hurt because uh, that's momentum, and a good side like Richmond will uh, will put you away with any mistake you make. Um, yeah, not through lack of effort, but it, he just wasn't. Um, I don't just wasn't on song uh, from the beginning of the night. Tried to work his way into it, but uh, yeah, it just wasn't his night uh, for Jakey Stringer. But 
you know, we, we know he's, he's capable of much better than that. Uh, Kyle Hooker, yeah, kicked three goals on the night, which is a fairly good effort, I thought. Um, you know, he's another one who you can always consider. Um, tries to make the ball locked into their forward line. Uh, the, you know, the way he tries to clunk marks or at least, you know, be a rough option. Mm. Um, you know, 17 kicks. Sorry, 17 disposals, six kicks, 11 handballs, which is a bit surprising because you'd think he'd want to chuck it on his boot as much as he could, but uh, it just shows that he was grabbing the ball and he's probably had a lot of players behind around him uh, where he had to just look for a, a clearing handball. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, he, he had to scrap all night, um, you know, and, you know, he's another one. He's, he's not quick. So uh, whenever he did get the footy, um, you know, he's only three smarts and he really had to release it very quickly. Uh, you know, he had seven contested possessions and there were just blokes all around him um, all night. Um, you know, just those Richmond defenders just buzzing around him. But look, he had five score involvements. Um, uh, and to kick three goals, have a goal assist uh, as well. Like he's, he's played a great role for us. Um, Kyle Hooker, um, but yeah, I'm sure he'd uh, he'd love a bit of support down there and a bit of tall timber. Um, he might be another player who's missing the presence of of right or um, you know, and, and at least another tall down there to take that bit of pressure on him because uh, yeah, certainly uh, it wasn't an easy night for him, but I thought he made the most of his opportunities. Yep, um, and mate, I, I think Kyle Hooker has been outstanding playing in that forward uh, area. Like, he didn't train to be a forward this year. Mm. Uh, I think the plan was Hurley to be forward and yep. uh, Hooker to be defender. Yep. Um, and it's interesting to see that, like, they have never really, um, yeah, never called on Hooker to go back, even when, you know, we haven't had the footy down. It's like mm. Trucks really made up his mind that you're going to be a forward. So there's no way out to go down the back line at all. Mm. So I think that's why he's had to embrace it to you know, maintain his spot in the side, and that's probably a good way of coaching in a way. Like in that, the player's very clear on what he's expected of him. Mm. Um, yeah, Mason Redmond, uh, nineteen disposals, uh, eleven kicks, eight handballs, five marks, two tackles. Again, uh, a lot of his possessions are you know, being harassed. You know, Richmond mm. are a good side. At, Putting uh, perceived pressure and pressure on the player, and um, yeah, they're to be admired for that. You know, it's one of them players in the past, and um, yeah, Fort Mason Redmond was pretty good on the night. Like you, know, you could find the footy, and um, yeah, like he he just played a way that uh, you know really had a, a real crack on the night. I thought, yeah, he did. Uh, like a, he's one I considered for votes because uh, you know he's he certainly. Uh, threw everything he could um, at the Richmond forward line. You know, had eight intercept possessions, uh, five contested possessions. Um, and, yeah, he used his run. He used the ball fairly well as well. I think he went at about 94, 95%. Um, but, yeah, a couple of clangers thrown in there, a couple of missed tackles. Um, did make the two tackles, had five marks. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just... <laughs> When the ball was coming in thick and fast, and Richmond's system of defence uh, of, of the sorry the forward line system uh, was just outsmarting us each and every single time. Very difficult night for our defenders, but I thought he uh, he was one he stood up in the night. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, it's, uh, it would have been a frustrating game uh, for Redmond because you, you try to cover one and one gets out. But uh, no, I thought he, he uh, yeah, stood up fairly well in the night. And now um, Paddy Ambrose got his first run. Um, yeah, out there, you know, he's called upon it pretty early after the injury to Andy McGrath. And mm. Mm, I've got to say, mate, the pace of the game seemed to, you know, be a little bit asking too much for him on the night. Um, yeah, you know, it's a tough team to come into when you haven't played the footy for since 2019, mate. He didn't play single game last year mm. so i think we've got to be a little bit forgiving um but uh yeah you just couldn't get into the game and it kind of hurts you when you you've got to declare your medical sub before the game and mm. you know we've basically just you know lost the midfielder and they you know yeah you know, top three midfielder for us mm. and we've brought in a kind of half forward half back flank uh player who you know isn't going to be played in defence, it seems, and Truck's trying to treat, teach him uh, to play forward pretty much consistently. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's it's great to, to stick to your beliefs and all the rest of it, but I, I thought that did hurt us on the night um, because, yeah, Paddy Ambrose, he ended up playing just over uh, 50% of the game, but um, yeah, only racked up the five possessions, and I, I thought he was largely... Um, unsighted for most of the night. Um, yes, there's the you know speed of the game and everything like that, but um, yeah, really we, we needed someone to um, uh, yeah make make a bit more of our, of our opportunities down there. Um, you know, personally, I would have loved to see him go. All right, it's not working down there. Let's chuck him down back for a bit so we can read the play of the ball uh, down there. Um, you know, get involved in the footy, like because certainly, uh, if you not if you're finding it hard to get involved in the game, um, yeah, you know, you've got to be around the around the footy, and um, yeah, I think down forward he was uh, sort of almost in no man's land. Uh, while we certainly could have used his uh, um, his run and his ability to hit packs, um, like in our defence, um, but you know, um, Jack's going to stick to his guns, so. You know, we, we can't fault his decision-making there when, you know, uh, Laverde's turned out so well. James Stewart looks to be developing quite well as a defender. Uh, Hooker's obviously having a great season as a forward. So, um, you know, you, we can't argue against Truck's logic, but, um, you know, I certainly thought that Patrick Ambrose's output on the night was, um, uh, you know, substandard. Uh, and it's not on Paddy Ambrose. Like, he's obviously got to get up to the speed of the game, but... Uh, yeah, certainly. Um, yeah, that when he came on after McGrath went down, we uh, that that certainly hurt us on the night. Yeah, um, Braden Ham, three goals, which reads pretty well. Um, just the thirteen disposals, six kicks, seven handballs, and two marks. Uh, those three goals were very handy, and certainly made the most of his opportunities around goal. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, kick straight, and that's all you can expect from him. Um, but you know, personally, I, I thought apart from those opportunities, he was uh, fairly quiet uh, around the footy. Um, yeah, certainly, I think he's he's one where Richmond's pressure really worried him um, out of contest at times. Um, you know, he had the thirteen disposals, um, but yeah, I certainly thought he's a player with. Uh, you know, he's got. A great ability to run, um, 
run and carry, uh, but yeah, just I don't know. Um, was was fairly quiet for mine apart from those goals. Uh, yeah, I think maybe that's just me uh, bias thinking. But I know he's capable of more, and I uh, want him to bring out more. But um, yeah, the the goals were nice, mate. Yeah, but I think also like got to remember his body shape against mm. you know, seasoned uh, teams like Richmond. Mm. Um, he's always going to struggle with that. Um, and like I said, uh, I think he just made the most of his opportunities and. You know, I think if we can ask for that as a starting point and hopefully as he gets older, he gets a bit stronger and can stand up to the rigours of AFL. Mm. Yeah, Andrew Phillips, um, thought he started the game really poorly, um, you know, totally outplayed by uh, Marvel Chow. But, um, you know, I thought he certainly worked his way into the game. Um, you know, he's a bit of a marking presence. So he kicked that nice one goal, but had some other opportunity or another opportunity, but couldn't steer it through. But yeah, I think mate, we're at the point now where we need to see Sam Draper back in as our first ruck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, it is sad to say, but like Andrew Phillips, uh, he's an honest trier. Um, you know, he'll always give you hundred percent effort. And there's, there's moments where you go, Oh, gee, that was, that was good. Uh, you know, those, those big marks he took in that, you know, kicking that, uh, that goal from about 45, 50 metres out was huge. Um, yeah, but certainly, uh, you know, uh, apart from that, um, you know, I thought Chol uh, had the better of him all night. Uh, you know, he did have the 25 hit outs, but, uh, yeah, apart from that, he was um, uh, yeah, r- largely ineffectual. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't like you can't fault his effort. Um, you know, I'll, I'll love him in the side as our backup ruckman, but certainly as a force, first choice, um, yeah, definitely. Um, we need a bit more, uh, you know, whether it's a, a Brian coming in or um, Sam Draper if he's all right from injury, um, just gives a bit more, uh, yeah, physicality around the ground and, um, uh, yeah, really help us out there in the center, but uh, yeah. Uh, as, as solid a game as you can hope for with, with Phillips. Yeah, uh, Matt Guelphie, uh mate, it was a pretty quiet game for Matt Guelphie. Uh, went to ground a lot. Um, mm. Those boots of his weren't helping him out. It seemed to be sliding everywhere. And you know, Look at his stats, mate. He's, he's had six disposals, six handballs, not one kick. Um, so it was a really lean night for him and um, yeah, he's going to struggle to hold his spot with those kind of stats. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, I mean, he he's another honest try, mate. Um, where he sort of, uh, you know, he did some beautiful um, uh, things like, uh, you know, shepherds or smothers and um, things like that. But um, yeah, just wasn't able to get involved uh, enough in the game, really. Um, to uh, sort of cement his spot on the side, um, as I've said a few times this season, like he's he's really on the um, you know between that twenty second and and twenty fifth man uh, for mine. Uh, looking at the lineup, um, I, I do like him in the side. I think he offers a lot of versatility, um, but certainly on the night, you know, we we'd hope for a bit more output from him. We certainly need grinders um, when against a high pressure side like Richmond. Uh, but yeah, I think it was a, a fairly average game from Guelphie in the night. 
Yeah. Um, Anthony McDonald, Tip Woody, mate. He um, struggled on the night. For, like he, he did some nice things, uh, picking up the ball and, and so forth, but he just couldn't get around goals. Um, had the 11 disposals, but yeah, only two kicks and nine handballs. So that shows how much work the Tigers put into him. I think they know that he's our live wire and our spark. Mm. And uh, he copped a corky, mate, and I reckon that had an effect on him too because he looked bloody sore walking around. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, as you say, like he, he's another one. He didn't get a, an inch of space because uh, any time he got possession, he was uh, almost tackled immediately. Um, he really had to hunt all night. And, I, you know, full points to him for, for his effort. I, I thought he uh, he kept running all night, even when he was hobbling a bit uh, from that corky. Um you know, he managed to make that beautiful pass to Langford, even with that that corky. So showed a bit of good vision there um, for that goal assist. But um, yeah, it was fairly well held by the Tigers on the night. So yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, it wasn't his his best game in terms of output. Uh, not at all. Um, Alec Waterman got a couple of goals. Uh, you know, uh, again, he's a at this stage a low possession player. Like, Seven possessions, uh, kicked two goals, one. Uh, would have liked him to kick that one. He kicked a point. Would have liked to kick that goal. Um, mm. That he, but I think a little bit like he took a, a saving mark because that Jake Stringer square up path wasn't great. Um, but he uh, certainly, um, you know, to add two goals out of seven seven disposals is you know, a pretty high rate of efficiency, but. Um, yeah, I'd just like to see him get a little bit more of the footy if possible. But um, and he's a little bit, yeah, he has to work on his speed, putting pressure on around the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think, you know, he's, he's not a quick bloke, Waterman. Um, you know, he's a bigger body type. And I think Baker, um, who played on him, his speed really worried Waterman. Um, yeah, and I'd, I would have loved to see Waterman just, um, you know, really crunch into. Uh, Baker, make him worry about, um, you know, if he wants to take the footy, uh, whether he's going to get crunched by a tackle or, um, or something like that. Uh, but unfortunately, it didn't happen in the night. And, um, and Baker did seem to hold sway for that contest. Um, yep, it was good, those couple of goals. Uh, but, um, yeah, certainly, um, you know, when you don't have uh, a lot of opportunities down there, uh, you need to make the, uh, the most of them. And I think um, he does need to work on that pressure side of his game um, if he's going to stay uh, in the 22. Uh, but certainly there's there's signs that shows he's, a, um, he's up to the level, like the couple of good goals there. But, um, yeah, we'd be hoping he continues to develop his game, um, uh, yeah, particularly in terms of, of pressure uh, in that forward line. All right. Well, um, we got through, mate. I've done all the numbers. Um I guess the other piece of business that we forgot to mention, we had the uh, mid-season draft um, just this week. Um, we got round, I think we had pick nine, was it, mate? Uh, uh, yeah, it was pick nine in the end, mate. Yeah, and uh, there was some rumours going around. We'd talked to a couple of ex-Saints and um, those players were mentioned to be Matt Parker and uh, Nathan Freeman. Uh, but in the end, uh, the Bombers actually picked up Sam Durham. And he looks like a likely type. Maybe he's a, you know, a bit of a uh, rangy kind of wingman, halfback flank. Um, 
And I think yeah, he could play a little bit on ball. So he may even be needed sooner than uh, the club realised because, uh, you know, we've lost a few runners recently with um, players out injured. Mm. Uh, and, of course, we did we did free up two spots with uh, Michael Hurley going on the long-term injury list, but um, the club elected not to use the second spot. So uh, what have you made so far of our new recruit? Oh, I actually love that... Um... Uh, sort of phone call he had with, with Truck. Um, don't know if you listen to it, mate, but uh, Jesus just sounds like a salt of the earth um, kind of kid. Uh, real sort of bogan sounding. Um, you know, it's sort of funny to hear that conversation. Uh, it's like, oh, yep, I'm a, uh, I'm a carpenter and all of this. I'm looking forward to down tools and, and put them away, not touch them for a while kind of thing. Um, yeah, so I'm sure he's really excited by his opportunity and, um, yeah, judging by his highlights, the one that really stood out to me was that one where he, uh, he basically made about three or four tackles in the one bit of play uh, to just harass. And that's the stuff that I'm sure, uh, yeah, Truck and Dodoro really would have looked at and gone, that's what we need in our side. We need a bloke who uh, is going to throw himself at everything to try and get the footy going our way. Because, um, yeah, that, that buys into that sort of blue collar environment where we're looking to develop and establish. Uh, so uh, I haven't seen a lot more from him apart from those, those sort of brief highlights get for about you know, two or three minutes or so. But uh, that's the thing that stood out to me. So, look, if he brings that uh, to the game, um, yeah, there's no reason why he couldn't come into the side um, sooner rather than later, particularly with you know, McGrath going down, Zaharakis going down, um, and these are our runners. And, um, you know, I think if he's... Uh, you know, got a, a more seasoned um, ability to play against the bigger body types. Um, yeah, he might just get his opportunity, mate. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, like I said, at least we've uh, topped up stocks by one. And I think by the judgments made, I think the clubs aren't just looking to pick up these players for you know, the last four or five months of the season. I think they're making a long-term view. And I think that's mm. why club probably elected not to use that second pick because it just means you're going to make a decision on another player. Um, and if they're not you know, in your future plans, uh, I guess you'd rather have that flexibility at the end of the season. So um, to me, that means you know, they see Sam uh, Durham being part of our next uh, part of the, the club's future. Um, so they said that uh, Rob Forster tonight said that They've been actually tracking him since 2019. So just goes to show you how much work they put in. And obviously last year there was no footy played locally. So, um, you know, you think it must be a, you know, a bit of an ordeal to track these blokes, especially in a year when there was no footy. So mm. um, something must have really stuck in their mind that they see something there. Um, so let's hope that, uh, you know, we've found a, a nice recruit. Uh, we saw what uh, they did with Will Snelling and, um, and finished top 10 in our best fairest. Uh, I don't think Sam's going to be able to do that. But <laughs> um, if you can at least get a game, um, that'll be great for him and his family. Certainly would, mate. So good luck to him. All right. Well, uh, we've got through. Um, now we've got to buy next week, mate. So should have a bit of a break. Um, you know, if I can wrangle up a special guest, we might do a special episode. But um, 
at this stage, we'll have the buy ourselves and we'll come back and we'll um, look forward to our next game against the Hawks. Beautiful. All righty then. Well, till next time, go Bombers. Go Dons. <laughs>